Miller. Welcome to Tiger Turf Talk. We're excited to be partnering with the Toro Company to kick off an all-new summer series focused on their upcoming Grounds Leadership Academy happening in June. Over the next 10 weeks, we will be releasing podcasts following Drew's road trip to Minneapolis and back, where he will be meeting with grounds professionals across the country. Please join us as we talk about their careers, the properties they manage, and their favorite Toro equipment. This episode of Tiger Turf Talk is brought to you by The Toro Company. For over 100 years, The Toro Company has been a leader in innovative solutions for turf maintenance. Through a strong network of professional distributors, Toro proudly offers a wide range of commercial-grade equipment. Visit Toro.com to explore their full lineup of products. All right, welcome back to the Toro Grounds Leadership Podcast Tour. We are here live in Charlotte, North Carolina with the incredible Haley Tucker, a Texas A&M current turf grass management student. Uh, <laughs> yes, right. Come after me, Texas A&M students. I don't care. Um, we are currently in Charlotte, which is where Haley is doing her internship with the incredible Carolina Green sod farm slash field construction slash pretty much industry standard of everything you know <laughs> sports fields how you doing tonight i'm doing good doing good really love charlotte so far love carolina green it's been an awesome few weeks learned a lot that's incredible living it's, the life it's a lot of work obviously yeah. you're seeing firsthand what it is you know yeah you're having fun though which is great i am i am having fun there's not many people that make 60 hour work weeks fun but I love the guys that I'm working with. They're, that's, they're awesome. That's incredible. So um, I want to sort of get into how this happened because, you know, my brother loves to give me crap saying that I get everyone their jobs. But <laughs> why don't you give him the backstory on how all this happened and how we're here in Charlotte right now? <sighs> so if you just go back to my first podcast ever, <laughs> <laughs> my first one. Um, I told Drew when I met him at Little League World Series a year ago that I wanted to do like design and construction and he was like I have a guy for you and a company for you and his <laughs> name was Chris Ecton and I gave him a call and he was like yeah come down let's let's make it happen so it's been awesome um, learning a lot from him a lot from Chad so Chad's yeah. man so Drew did get me this job. Okay, it's just, not. It's, I didn't mean it like that. I apologize. That. Yep. Kenny's right. I do sound like a jerk sometimes. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's just really cool. You know how certain situations where again, I I just met you. You know, I was like, mm. I can call somebody for you if you need me to. And here we are. Oh man, that's almost twelve months ago. Yeah, almost a year oh, ago. Oh my gosh. Cray, cray. Oh, uh, we're getting old, Haley. You're not old, obviously. But <laughs> 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 um. Something that I always find interesting is sort of like, you know, obviously you have so many experiences so far and you're getting really great experience that a lot of people don't get on their internships. What are you doing in your internship? How has it been? What are you focusing on? You've done a lot at the Carolina Panthers with a lot of renovation work, a lot of work around the local community with the pretty much every single aspect of cultivation when it comes to turf grass management what has it been like you know getting that hands-on learning with uh guys like billy and chris and you know all the guys i love in this industry how's it been it's been super cool it it's definitely a little intimidating because like i was running like giant tractors and pto <laughs> and hydraulics and i had no idea what was going on yeah. but 
I think like it's it's helped like build my confidence a lot because now I can just like hop on a machine and be like okay here's this here's this here's this and just kind of go so I think it's like made me more confident and like given me like a building block because I feel like everyone needs to learn how to run equipment like that's really important Mm -hmm. so and just like learning all the like technical things has been really cool that's awesome because that's the goal you know you want it to be a very hands-on learning experience because usually and again i know texas am is a lot different than my experience but like you don't get the hands-on stuff in the classroom and you obviously work with incredible people down there but it's something that i think is really cool about carolina green is that they have so many different opportunities whether that's on the farm, building a field somewhere. Um, how has everything sort of, you know, your goal for the internship? What did you want to learn? How is it going? What are you hoping as a stepping stool to your next sort of career step? Or if that's the right word, sorry. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I came here with like no, I didn't know like <laughs> what was going to happen. I had no idea what was going on, but. I'm really glad that I did because, like, I just got to take, like, every opportunity. Like, the first week I was at the office, I was learning project management, design. I was learning contracts. And then I was at the sod farm. I was learning harvesting, how to coordinate all the trucks. Like, I was mowing fields. And then now I'm with Chris and Billy, and I'm doing, like, airifying, top dressing, brushing. Like, I'm doing all these different things. And I'm glad that I came in with an open mind because it allowed me to just, like, be excited for every opportunity so it's i didn't really have any expectations but it it's really just like blown my mind i was like we someone needs to snatch you up because you got (laughs) more experience than i man that's awesome that's incredible to hear you know because there's so many different things that you know a lot of kids want to learn and don't get the opportunity whether it's like on a pro field or whatever just because it's not happening as frequently as you guys are doing it you know um so texas a&m gigum um i can whoop now if you've listened to my last two podcasts i can't whoop but now i can whoop whoop come after me aggies i don't care um what has it been like you know being able to sort of step into your element at texas a&m with turf grass working with weston on the research farm you got a little experience in athletics this past year what has Texas A&M been like for you sort of coming in again? I think you were a transfer student into the program well, from Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. How has it been and what are you looking forward to, you know, coming up in the next few years? It's been really cool because like me and Megan kind of like made a name for ourselves before we were actually turf kids. Sorry. Made a sorry. name. <laughs> so like it was weird. If you guys want to know what she's talking about, look up Texas A&M turf students, <laughs> softball world series. This is badass picture. You know, they're just standing or they're on mowers. And there's a backlight right through them. It's pretty badass. It's a pretty I'm just cool saying. picture. But anyway, like, it's okay. <laughs> but like all of the guys, like, in our program had no clue who we were and so we were like they were we were like just being like, blasted everywhere and then they were like man who are these two girls like da 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 and so then once we finally like, like got badasses <laughs> by the way we got to know them and like like work I worked with a lot of them in athletics and so it's been like really fun just like getting to like 
build those relationships and for stuff. For sure, for sure. Because, you know, there's only like 20 of us and I see them every day in my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. We're all best friends now. <laughs> it's not forced at all. <laughs> um, and that's incredible because, you know, when it comes to like a, a school and related to all that, there are so many different avenues and so many different opportunities to be able to do that kind of stuff is really cool. Um, as a student, you know, there are so many things to look forward to. You're going into your junior mm-hmm. year. Wow. Already. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to, you know, in the last two years of your time at Texas A&M? Um, is there anything you want to do related to the, uh, research aspect, obviously being involved with that. Um, are you hoping something past maybe like a grad school? What, it, what are you sort of hoping for for the future when it comes to your education at Texas A&M? Yeah, I'm really excited because so I have three semesters left and those all of those semesters are only turf classes. So I'm super pumped just to kind of like... Dr. Straw coming at you. Yep. 4.30 this fall coming at you. But um, I'm really excited just to like really just like dive into all that knowledge and just like be with all the turf students all the time and just like be with people in my department and stuff um as far as like i'm i'm considering grad school really at texas a&m or somewhere else probably doctor (laughs) he's probably it's a possibility gonna panic when he hears he's like why don't you tell me I haven't seen you in two months, brother. I mean, I've had a lot of time to think on the tractor, okay? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, man, what do I want to (laughs) do? But honestly... I'm going to text him right now, see what he says. Honestly, I have no idea. Hey, buddy, I know it's like late, but (laughs) you might want to know this. It's only like 11 in Texas. (laughs) It's okay. It's 11 in Texas. It's midnight here. Is it actually midnight? Something like that. Woo! It's 11.23 here, so it's only 10.30 in Texas. Welcome to the Late Night Podcast, everybody. Late Night Podcast sesh. This is like the fourth one I've done on this trip. It's pretty funny. Hey, that's all right. Uh, you get, know, get all your late night thoughts out. grinding it out. The, Dr. Straw, I think it was actually like 12.40 when we finished. Hmm. It was fun times, fun times, you know. Um, so grad school, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of different avenues that you know dr straw is like could provide whether it's like your research-based stuff what is something that intrigues you know like what would be something you want to look into and do some research on i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea it's a good thing you have dr straw because he's about he's got about 700 ideas so yeah there's you know there's a lot that you can research and a lot that you can do Mm -hmm. so i think that like being here and like being at Carolina Green and like working with Game on Grass and Sod on Plastic that's awesome. has been like really cool and that's been really intriguing and I've been asking a lot of questions about that. Um, so that's always something. I think it'd be really cool. Do some research on that. Yeah. See what the next thing is. Next big thing. How to make Game on Grass better. We're not saying it, we need to make it better, Chad. Just so you no, know. No, it's Don't, so wonderful. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'll, you know, when it comes to your time at Texas A and M, and I think it's I think it's important to sort of you know touch base on things like this. What is it about Texas A and M that you love? You know, you didn't go to Texas A and M for turf. You didn't go for specifically what you're doing now, which we're glad you're here now. Obviously, mm-hmm. what do you love about Texas A and M, and what was that sort of like decision like for you to take that next step at you know one of the biggest schools in the country? 
I think that it, and like one of the big reasons that I changed majors was because of like how our turf program is like such a like it's like a family environment like mm-hmm. I know every single kid like I know all my professors like I literally work for them like <laughs> I even though it's like a huge school and there's tons of people it's like we have like this family atmosphere and I know that I can just like call them call anyone and be like hey I don't understand this on the homework like want to help me out or be like hey Dr. Straw I have this question or da 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 Dr. Um, Straw says use chat GBT no he doesn't listen to his podcast they'll talk about that's it that's illegal that's what at, I told him A&M. he's like man if it's there I will not get sent to the honors council I'm afraid of them talk to Dr. Straw I'm telling you he was talking about it the whole conference it was fun well he can be rest assured that none of my papers in his class will be written by Chad GPT there you go Dr. Straw see she's on all, my all, side my whole she's on my brain. side big brain jokes on you she uses it on every paper <laughs> <laughs> um there are so many, you know, different aspects to college. And I think something that I've learned from you that's really cool is the tradition of Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Something that, you know, sort of reverberates in our industry even. You know, there are just so many things that you are a part of, so many people that you, like, get to meet. You're wearing a Charlotte FC yeah. shirt right now, meeting Danny. Plug Danny. <laughs> <laughs> just finished playing top golf. Uh, with Danny and Parker and those guys, what has it been like to, you know, make these relationships and, you know, see sort of how everything's come full circle from the softball league world series where it was just one contact Mm -hmm. to now where you have contacts pretty much all across the East coast being in Texas. And then you obviously have all the people that you've worked with, you know, in those spaces in Texas. Yeah. And then everyone in the softball league world series. What has it been like making those relationships and, you know, developing your network? It's been super cool. Um, and then also before we came here, me and Megan did SEC tournament. I was going to say, you got, you're doing everything. Yeah. And they're all over the place. So that was, that was really fun because that was kind of like our next big thing after softball Little League World Series. So mm-hmm. it was like people kind of know who we are. And then we also just worked for Nick. So it was like people know Nick, people know A&M. So it was like fun getting to meet like all of those guys and, and work with them and, um, it's just been really cool because also like you see all these people that like follow you on Twitter and you're like, I don't really know who you are, but then you meet them in person and you're like, you followed me on Twitter. That's so cool. And then you get to like talk about like the industry that you love so much. And it's like, it's really, it's really cool. That's awesome. There are a lot of people that say, I follow you on Twitter. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so nice to meet you. No I clue don't know what your you handle are. is. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you know, Thanks. <laughs> I'll keep that in keep mind. Keep following the program. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for the support. No, for sure. Um, and, uh, you know, that's just something that's really cool about this industry is you don't know who you're going to meet. Um, I mean, this whole event with Toro, um, there are a few guys that I've watched from afar that I got to sit down and talk with, you know. Um, I just saw, I was talking to Tanner at the event. He's uh, for the Denver Rapids for the MLS team. Just saw another post. His field's underwater, like, Talking about an MLS stadium that, you know, needs upgrades, and he deals with every punch, every different oh, way, gosh. and he puts the best field out that he possibly can with the resources that are available to him, and you, you feel terrible for him because you have all these new stadiums that have everything you could possibly want, and he's just 
killing the game and doing an awesome job. So like those, like you said, it's really cool to meet yeah. people, you know, that you've either watched from afar or, you know, you know, barely known. But it's really cool for sure. I couldn't agree more on that. Um something that, you know, I've always loved when it comes to talking to students is when you talk about your career, your aspirations, everything that goes into it, um, there are a lot of people along the way. You know, there are people who are going to be mentors. People are going to be people that guide you down the right path. Um, who are some of those that have had a large impact in such a short period of time, you know, with one year in the industry? How has that been? And who do you think has had a large impact on your sort of start in this industry yeah i think first off shout out megan i miss my girl so freaking much man <laughs> like we're on opposite coasts how dare so, you leave her megan it's so sad you and that spyglass stuff man you just gotta <gasps> go get a beach, nice man, really? internship damn it megan 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 but like honestly just like having her to do like everything with and like, i love your guy's story by the way for those <laughs> that haven't listened they are Kindergarten, uh-huh. kindergarten classmates that have gone through every single school together and have now found themselves in the Texas A&M Turf Grass Manager Program and me doing absolutely incredible work, getting internships at some of the top places in the country from Carolina Green to Spyglass and all that. So it's really cool to see everything, just how it's coming together yeah. for you guys. It's really cool. So shout out to her. She's been like the best, mm-hmm. just like support. And then um, I got to work for Nick McKenna this past baseball season, which was awesome. I got to learn. Love you, Nick. You're the man. Nick, I miss you, man. Okay. I do. I miss it. But I I really enjoyed, like, working baseball. And he's, like, he's just, like, wants to teach people. For sure. And so I thought that was. He's an educator at heart, for sure. Educator at heart. And then, like, this summer I've gotten to learn a lot from, like, Chris and Billy which has been super cool. Like I, I always, I'm always like, I'm sorry if I'm being annoying for asking a lot of questions and I ask so many questions and they always answer them so patiently and nicely. He texted me. He's like, I think I'm annoying Billy <laughs> asking about the podcast. I was like, don't annoy Billy. It's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> like, I've definitely done some, some like stupid things. I, you Trust know. me. I'm sure I've done more stupid things than I'm you like, working with Billy. I um, think Billy, I don't, God bless you, Billy. Honestly, <laughs> me and him working on that practice facility. I just remember like, oops. Oh, nope. See, you're talking about your skid steer today. <laughs> on like my first day with them. Now this wasn't my fault, but it, I was running. Immediately. It's your fault. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I was running this aerator, which was like literally older than me. And it, and it threw chain out and then they picked it up and it was cracked like one of the which is not, it's not my fault i can't do that in a day that's not my fault but that happened to me and so i was like oh my god literally they're gonna hate they're me like, it's not gonna be this, is my, this is my first oh, no. day and they're like yeah well you know that was old it's okay and they've just been like so patient and kind and i have a lot of questions to ask so they're the best yeah love you chris love you billy it was great to see Billy. I was very excited to see him tonight. You know, it's been a while. Actually, it's been since we were here last. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Nice. Um, now, when it comes to your future, obviously grad school is an option. Is there any other area you hope to explore before grad school? So, you have one more summer left, right? Mm-hmm. 
What are you intrigued by? Is there anything that sparked your interest with this internship? Yeah, um, I think I still like the des- like the construction mm-hmm. aspect For sure. of the industry. I think it's different. Um, I think it's there's a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of people that are involved mm-hmm. and on a lot of different levels. And so I think like exploring that more would be something that I want to do. For sure. And that's something that would lend to your grad school research, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just going to need a really big budget. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You're like, hey, Chad, you know. Hey. Or me. <laughs> uh, can I do some research on your work uh, there? Yeah, I need some money for my research. No, not money. Just do it with the fields he's building, you <laughs> oh, know. that's true. Yeah, just say, hey, let me, you know, ride along. Make sure we see what's going on. Uh, make a couple connections in the NFL or MLS, wherever he's installing stuff. Say, hey, I need you to collect this data for me. I can't be there, but, you know. Start delegating. Delegation. <laughs> for sure. Um, now, you know, I hate to break this news on the podcast. You know, you're not going to softball in the World Series. Very upsetting. <sighs> How dare you? I'm really I'm kind sad. Of, kind of, yeah, kind of upset about I'm it. Sorry, it's guys. Um, you're taking class. It's understandable, I guess. Um, <laughs> you were part of, again, the inaugural, you know, softball league world series crew. And that's really something special. And that's something that, you know, will stand the test of time when it comes to just really having a large impact on our industry. Mm-hmm. What was it like, you know, have, and it, it was funny thing is for me, for you guys, for you and Megan is like, <laughs> when I first got there, uh, Butter goes, yeah, we got two Aggies coming. I don't know where we like added them like like la- this week, and I don't know who they are, but they're coming. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like, and how has that sort of you know shaped you know your time in this industry? It's been huge because I think that's like what really like kickstarted my career. Is like I did that, and then it was just like bam, 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 crazy, and I was like oh my gosh, like we weren't even supposed to go to this thing and now like we're here and we're getting all these things. And I think that's how I've made like a lot of my connections Mm -hmm. just like directly or indirectly. And then like also getting to go to conference Mm -hmm. and seeing all those people and like getting like introduced to everyone has been super cool. But yeah. Really cool. So what were some of the, you know, friendships relationships that you know you really had like enjoyed outside of megan you can't <laughs> use megan again oh, sorry megan, megan. that um, one was already made in kindergarten <laughs> you can't use a kindergarten relationship in this question go ahead i guess not well julie my girl julie shout out julie, julie i miss you love you kisses um julia maritza i feel like maritza kind of like became our mom she was like <laughs> she's like in charge of she's us she's gonna cry when she hears this i'm gonna tell <laughs> you that right now i love you and she she still like texts us and every before every school year it's like semester and she's like have a good first day of school guys and how's y'all's internship going and send pictures and da 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 and just like awesome. having someone just like check in and like just like be intentional is like really sweet i checked in. and drew also checked in I checked in. and he's okay. here right now in charlotte yeah with me maritza how about that <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding i love you i'm just messing with you i did just see her a couple days ago which was awesome uh with julie which was also awesome really cool moment for me to see you know one of my students on an mls pitch yeah 
being awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something that I, I, you know, when it comes to like the group there, you're talking about a whole really tight knit group inside of something that's already so tight knit. Um, how has that sort of shown you like the, the outlook of what our industry is from a young person's standpoint? What do you think is so special about this industry? If you think it's special, you don't have to think it's special. <laughs> what do you, what has it been for you to see, you know, at such a young age, like the people who are part of it? I always, I always make a joke about like, I talk about Liz, I'm like Liz, you have more connections than I did when I was like a graduate. Okay. <laughs> You've got the president of the SFA's number on speed dial probably. And yeah. I'm just over here. Like, I wish I had that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. What has that been like for you to sort of see from a younger and it was really fresh when you first started mm -hmm. this industry and sort of your sort of outlook of what it is. Um, I think it's been like really cool because like they want to teach us mm -hmm. like they're not just like, okay, like watch. They're like, okay, no, you do it. Like, here you go. Like I've shown you how to do it. Like we're going to, we're going to learn and we're going to do it. And I think that's like really cool because I feel like in a lot of industries, you know, like people with more experience and people higher up they don't want to take the time to teach other people mm -hmm. but like the ladies that i met like at softball little league world series like they're very intentional and like wanting us to learn and like wanting us to do better and like i know like maritza has said something along the lines of like if you take my job one day like i'll like you deserve it and i'm proud of you like they want us to do good so that's just really shout special. out maritza like, again shout out maritza again you're she's not gonna stop crying <laughs> Um. Baseball season is upon us. Toro's Field Pro 6040 was created with ball fields in mind. The Field Pro's multi-tool system allows four tools to be carried at once, significantly reducing the time required preparing infields. Scarifying, grading, and dragging can now be completed in a single pass, saving you time and effort. Visit Toro's website today to learn more about the Field Pro 6040. You know, it, and I, I love that because... I feel like that's just true on all fronts, you know? I mean, Billy and Chris want what's best for you. You're getting the experience here in Carolina that, like, you guys removed, like, two practice fields at, you know, mm -hmm. the Panthers. Yeah. You're seeing all of these things that, again, lend its hand to the field construction aspect. Um, what do you think from a young individual? How do you think, you know an industry professional can improve upon just sort of a younger person's experience coming into this industry? Because I know this might be a hard question, but there are so many people who are struggling to find, whether it's interns, mm -hmm. people to work the job, what can we do better to ensure that, Hey, this is something I want to do forever. This is what I want to do and I want to pursue yeah. it. And I want to be present in these spaces. What do you think we can do better as an industry? I think, like, just from, like, talking to, like, a lot of people, like, everyone at A&M, like, last year I didn't do an internship, but just, mm -hmm. like, just, like, feeling, like, you know, feeling around and stuff, like, a lot of times interns don't get to do, like, anything important, mm -hmm. like, they don't get to run big machines, they don't get, like, they don't get to mow anything, they get to, like, break bunkers and, like, weeds and like and that's great and like i think that megan report back about spyglass <laughs> we want to know checking on you megan i'm just kidding but and i think like 
you know i think you need like days like that like hard long work like mm-hmm. i think it really like shows a lot about you but i think like it's important to give them like a chance to learn like even if they like they're probably gonna mess up like i've messed up a bunch of times like chain off the tracker day one (laughs) but like it's it's really just like helped my confidence so much that like today joe was like go get in the skid steer and start loading sand and i was like uh all right and i just like did it you should have seen her face guys she was like i had my first experience with the skid steer today it was actually the most fun thing i've ever done it's like a little tonka truck when you're a kid you know you actually have a like life-size one that you're like oh my gosh freaking zooming like i've got all of these controllers in here and i'm just gonna use and it's air conditioned chad you're a good man it was a lot of people don't do that it was wonderful you're a good man chad but (laughs) just going back to the question i think like as industry professionals like just know that like, they're there to learn like we, we all know how to do like basic tasks like guess what i've raked before <laughs> so just like i don't know give them something give them something a little challenging to do absolutely and i think one of the i think one of the biggest things that i've seen a shift in is like i mean prime example and i'm calling you out danny sorry um when we first came here back in December, it was, and again, he could say I'm wrong, and I apologize if I am wrong, Danny, but I think Danny thought that our kids would be a much more standoffish group in mm-hmm. a sense, not in, not in like a bad way. Like, we're here, we're a part of it, they're holding hoses, they're doing certain things, like, completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember like, hey, you can get them in the shop, get them set up and everything. And the kids didn't go to the shop. They went right on the field and they just started painting. Ashes, helping with numbers, all of these things that like, he's like, okay, you know? <laughs> all right, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it's hard, you know, for a professional who cares so much, who wants the best for his facility, that wants the best for everyone's outcome. You know, it's, it's their responsibility. Yeah. And I think that that's something that, we take way too heavily mm-hmm. um and we certain points you have to like re- reel them back in whether it's oh, an yeah, intern or something sure. like but i agree with you in the sense of like giving them an opportunity to have a part mm-hmm. something that'll change the game yeah Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be something crazy like no like excavator freaking don't skid steer on the field guys watch out i mean i might mess up everything <laughs> might break some irrigation lines but just Ooh, geyser <laughs> danny watch out she might do it at your practice field no i would never i spent i slaved over those practice fields i'm not messing that up <laughs> <laughs> seems to me like you're asking danny for a raise not chad um you know there are some incredible people obviously we've talked about this um and you've talked we've talked about mentors and other people something that again sort of the highlight of this tour is to discuss sort of leadership you know and you have seen it firsthand in many different ways mm-hmm. whether that's the woman in turf son being the sfma president um chad having a multi i don't even want to say the number <laughs> company leading it down a path where it's so successful mm-hmm. in so many facets meaning He's got field construction across the country slash yeah. 
what you're doing here specifically for like local area schools. You're doing sod farm. You're doing all of it. In your eyes and your sort of perspective, what is it that makes a good leader in the turf industry? What are you looking for as someone who's hoping to become a leader one day that you would see from, say, uh, Dr. Straw or a uh, Chris Acton? Yeah. I think like... Sorry to keep calling you guys out. (laughs) I think that like, especially in this industry, like your boss or like people higher up, like people that you see as leaders, like I think it's important for them to like... Like, I'm just thinking of Chad, like, yeah, he's on the phone a lot and he's like making business calls and doing stuff, but like he'll get on the forklift and he'll, he'll move things. Like he'll be, he'll hop in like right in the middle of it. Like they're not afraid to just like do work like with their crew. They don't think that they're like better because like they have this title. I mean, he owns the thing. So yeah, yeah. like he's kind of an important man, but he's like, he's, he's working and, and like son, like little league world series she's like coordinating all of this things a million things going on but she's like right in the middle of it like doing clay work raking like chris chris does freaking everything he hops in every single tractor he does everything he shovels saw just like i think it's really important as like someone like young in the industry to be able to like look up to someone is like um still just like having that work ethic and like having that drive to just like do even the stuff that people don't really want to do. I love that because that's been my experience. You know, I always go back to my boss at Virginia Tech. Uh, His name's Casey Underwood. And you just wanted to do so well for the guy because Mm -hmm. he just worked and he outworked you. And we were not even trying to catch him or do better. We were just (laughs) trying to keep up. And, you know, he'd be down on a 10-foot hole. And I'm like, why are you down there? You're in charge. You literally don't have to do any of this. But you're here and you're working for me, obviously for yourself. But you're making it easier on me, but I want to be able to help you. So I think that's such an incredible outlook on, again, from a young perspective to see. And, you know, to highlight those people, like you were talking about, like it's it's something that I think a lot of people need to see and a lot of people need to be a part of because obviously in our industry, we're not well known. And something that I, I have loved about talking to you the past couple of days is you have a very exciting idea. Oh, we're doing oh, it. Oh, we're doing it. We're doing a little <laughs> sneak peek guys. What do I say? You say what you came and said to me. Okay. So th- this is uh, last night at dinner. Um, and it was funny. I didn't even let her finish. I was like, this is an awesome idea. <laughs> he literally cut me off. I'm, and I said, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I have this whole speech prepared for you. Okay. So give the speech to the podcast, to the okay, listeners, so, because you're going to have something else to listen to. So again, of course, this occurred on a tractor, you know, where I do most of my thinking now. And I was listening to all these turf podcasts, like Drew's and like the Penn State one. And it's all like... And they're great. And they're all tailored to people already in the industry. They're tailored to industry professionals, like tips and tricks, like they're sharing like problems that they have in the industry, ways to fix them. And that's great. And I think that's really important. But I was thinking like, what if there's a podcast more centered towards like people my age or people even younger that are thinking about getting into the turf industry? And I want it to highlight 
the careers of industry professionals from all across the board, all avenues. Like, what do you like about your job? What don't you like about your job? What what is your day to day life look like? And I just want it to be also used as an avenue for industry professionals to be able to be like, okay, so these are this is what the the next generation is thinking. This is what they want to see. This is what they want to learn. And so I have a lot of cool ideas. And so I don't know when this is going to happen, but hopefully sometime. We're going to make it happen soon, guys. I promise. So be on the lookout for Haley Tucker podcast. We got to figure out the title, but you know, we're going to get it done. Oh, you have a title. Perfect. We can set it up. Everything tonight. I'm not dropping it. No, you're not. Only I get to know guys. (laughs) Nah, Megan probably already knows, but Megan knows. Forget you, Megan. Nobody asked you. Um, (laughs) again, I love you, Megan. I'm sorry. Again, I'm, it was funny. I've, when I checked in on you to like, when I was coming down here, I was like, I should probably text Megan. Cause if Megan finds out that I texted you and said, I was coming to see you, she'd be like, what happened to me? I'm She's like, so bad at texting. Is she? She texted me back right away. Well, Sometimes she does, but then sometimes it takes her like two days to text you back. <laughs> Megan, what if we think you're like in a ditch or something like you got to text back. Right? Like, I can't just come and get you. Like, I'm all the way across the country. <laughs> it's not an easy access type it's, thing. You know, like, it's, that's going to take me that's all day. That's a long flight. <laughs> you know, you're just laying there in the ditch. We got to, like, figure something out, you know. Um, <laughs> now, I love, I love the idea, and I love everything about it. Where do you see, you know, some of that content sort of focusing in not just on the people but i love the aspect of showing us mm-hmm. what we need to know because again i i talk about this with my kids and a lot of people uh, one of the things that i talked about um uh, at the event that this is centered around was shout out andrew from tcu he asked me a question he was like Phones. Phones have been a major issue for me. College kids are on their phones all the time and all this stuff. I'm like, all right. So you obviously know they love their phones, right? That's something that's a, it's a dead giveaway. They're going to be on it. You can try and control it. But at the same time, what can we do to engage them in a positive way with the phone? They said, here's the deal. Obviously, we want to bring awareness to the industry. We want to bring awareness to your work. You have National Fields of the Year, obviously. Uh, incredible jobs. Why don't you have those kids make content about the grounds crew? Mm. Have them do a TikTok on maybe you're mowing a new pattern in. Have them do a TikTok on fixing the mound. Mm-hmm. Have them do a post on sort of what you painted that week. Like, if you're engaging them that way... That then takes away them being on their phone in a way that's distracting. Yeah. Because they're already on it and they're actively engaged in the work. They're trying to make sure they have the right angle. They're trying to make sure they got a good video. But at the same time, they're helping. Like, it's not something that is a distraction, a waste of time, or, you know, like negative in that way. Yeah. So, like, what are some of the things that you want to sort of touch on when it comes to your podcast? Um, like as far as like what I want talk about, what do you want? What do you want us to hear is what I'm curious about. Like you obviously again have had such a great 
an incredible experience. Mm -hmm. A lot of time to think on a tractor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? So again, I just love the fact you're trying to teach us. What do you want to teach us? Is sort of what I want to ask you. Did I say that right? By the way, was that good recommendation? What I said. That was good. Okay. Yes. Solid. I think. Yeah. Invite me on the podcast. Whatever. Collab. No, no, just your your podcast. I'll be on it. Okay. I'll be the first guest. <laughs> Sign me up. Um, She's like, you're not the first guest. I didn't say that. I have no idea what's going on. She's about. definitely thinking that. Megan's the first Anyways, guest. We get it. Anyways, back to the question. <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like awkwardly trying to not say you're not going to be on it. No, I literally want you on it. You are a goober. I want you on my podcast. I'm a goober. <laughs> Wow, guys, Drew's gonna we're be on the podcast. Goobers, we're, yeah. we're gonna collab. No one throw a fit, okay? AKA Drew. I'm not having a fit. I'm just a little. You're talking very quietly, like I'm in trouble. No, no one's in. I just talk quietly. Mm-mm, no, you don't. Yes, I do. Go ahead. Okay. Um. <laughs> and now you're laughing. Okay. Anyways, your mic is. I turned it off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm excited for this I, podcast now. Go ahead. What do I want people to learn? Um, I don't know. I feel like our generation is kind of just like known for being lazy and like we don't want to do work. And like, I think it's important to know that like there's people out there who like still want to do hard work and like still want to be like engaged in this industry. And I just want to like, I don't want like the generational divide. Yes, I don't want like right, Maritza. We don't want that generational divide. I'm saying the OGs and G's. Oh yeah, I don't want. There's like, no such thing. It's I don't just want the G's. like resentment for I goobers. Goobers. No. <laughs> goobers, such goobers. The resentment. All right, but not like resen- go ahead. Not like resentment, but it's like you know some people are like. Oh, they're young people and they just want to be on their phones and they don't want to go work 17 hours and reset out a field. Like, they don't want to do that. I feel like the shot at you, Billy. I'm just saying. No, Billy, I want to do that. I literally <laughs> just did it and it was wonderful. But That's why we're doing this at 12 o'clock, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to, like, I want the voice of, like, the younger generation to be, like, accurate mm-hmm. and not, like, distorted by, like, what, everything else that's going on I, I completely understand i mean that's that's something that i really focus on with my kids you know because obviously it's funny like this whole trip like it's been awesome because obviously immersing like that that younger generation in this space is something that they go into it and they're just naturals mm-hmm. and it's just like you know we're just hanging out with the panthers ground screw like all day yeah. every day working and you don't really see that split, you know, yeah. you see the age difference, but you don't see like, Oh, they're over here in this corner and my kids are in this corner. Like they're working together. They're doing all of the incredible work that's required of something, you know, yeah. that you're incredible side, you know, your work was fantastic. Shout just out over. game on grass, Carolina green, Chad price. <laughs> um, so again, I think that's, I think it's so important and I think it's going to be a great podcast that I'm very excited to hear the title of. Um, I just, it's running through my mind. I was like, what could it be? Hmm. Um, 
Tucker Turf Talk. Mm-hmm. Tucker Turf Talk. I haven't even thought about that. Like, I think you're gonna like what I picked though, and it's not like set in stone, so it might will probably might be Tucker Turf Talk, guys. I might just set it on air. <laughs> it's not that. Um, <laughs> we're going with what you say. I know we are. Uh, <laughs> Um, you've met a lot of people who are your age, obviously not just at Texas A&M. What have you seen, you know, from like a Julie or from, mm-hmm. uh, other, you have an intern with you, right? At yeah. I only met him once. Really? Yeah. He's been on the road. Oh, okay. He's from MSU. Very nice. Is that Mississippi state? Michigan. Michigan state. Sorry. I, I don't know. I probably I don't know get, much like, about canceled for that. I, I apologize. <laughs> Um, (laughs) what has it been like, you know, to meet the other young individuals in this industry? Because when you talk about that, that was always something that I always look forward to at the events. You know, Mm -hmm. you're like, it's funny because like you guys didn't really try too hard. No offense at the, the, uh, turf bowl, not turf bowl, the student challenge. Hey, we got second to last. Chase said, don't get last up top. Good work. Thank you. Um, but it was. <laughs> I just remember you and Megan walking up. We're like, we are gonna do so bad. Like, we're not ready at all. No, but what was funny is we walked out and we were like, oh, we actually didn't do that bad. Killed it, guys. We might have like killed. Might have did pretty good, and then we literally got second If it makes you feel better, like we that was very similar to my time. Like we worked our way up, and we actually placed third in my senior year. Was See, not, I only have not one really more good. SFMA, and I don't think it's going to happen. You never know. Maybe. You start studying. Well, I've got kids going. They're already studying. Good for you. Yeah, Liz Rice is leading the charge on that thing. I'm really glad. She's a determined woman. Everybody watch out. Yes, she is. Yeah. Um, what has it been like? You know, sorry, I didn't finish my story. We're always excited to see, like, hmm, you know. Who are we going to beat? That's the question. Like, And then you meet them. They're great people. The like, funniest hey. thing is I always, we all laughed because every school thought this. And Maryland University or University of Maryland, whatever it is, always had a ringer. <laughs> there was like somebody who had been in the industry for 10 years, went back to college, and he was on the team. I was oh my like, gosh. this isn't fair. <laughs> I call, I call, you know, disqualification. This is not allowed. No, this is not happening. And they would always like win or place or whatnot. I'm like, this is so stupid. We have no shot. Like this is like you see the you Unfair see the old advantage. guy walking like this guy isn't no, 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 he's this- a professor. This is not real. <laughs> but for you, how has it been meeting those people? Did you meet anybody new at SFMA uh, from different colleges across the country? I met a couple of p- kids from Iowa State. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we kind of, we like, we would chat a little bit, you know, mingle. You mean like a snap and chat? Snap and chat. Gosh. <laughs> Don't even tell me that's the name. Oh, no. Okay. Go, go ahead. I have a better idea than that. Okay, good. I'm just making sure. Anyways. <laughs> so you're going to get like a cease and desist from Snapchat. We would mingle with other people. I don't know. It's kind of hard because me and Megan are kind of like attached at the hip. So we're not. No. We're not really good at making friends. You guys hung out with me the whole time. And we like adopted Julie into our. (laughs) Snapchat and 
that. <laughs> Ms. Kessler. Ms. Kessler. Um, and that's awesome because, you know, it's great to have young individuals in the space that are not just from your program. I'm so sorry. Shame on you. It's not like it's midnight or anything. Stop it. Stop it. Something that, you know, I'm I'm always interested to, you know, see from the younger generation is just the overall outlook of our industry through your eyes. You know, we talked Mm -hmm. about leaders. We talked about mentors, what you're looking forward to. As an industry, do you think we're moving in the right direction? And if you are, you know, you're doing this podcast, you're trying to bring light to the younger generation. What do you guys want to achieve, you know, in the sense of growing our industry, whether that's through, you know, more awareness or, you know, better pay, better hours? How do we get people? How do you get a seat at the table? Things like that. What do you want to sort of achieve? And what do you think the outlook of this industry is from, again, someone who's just entering it? Yeah, I think that we're moving in the right direction. I think that um, education is like the most important tool that we can use. And I think like I saw something on Twitter the other day about how Virginia Tech had like their state FFA turf grass contest. Yes. And I did FFA all four years. Yep. Competitions. And I... I think and FFA is like the reason that I like started in agriculture Mm -hmm. and I think that it's like that's a huge like missed opportunity Mm -hmm. by a lot of states that don't have that because like that's how you like you engage you have four years before they get to college to engage them in that and to Mm -hmm. like grow their skills and I just think that we need to like educate more I actually helped get that online in virginia really yeah it was my second year teaching and uh dr goatley um who's a virginia tech turf grass professor love you dr goatley hope you're doing well um he called me and he's like hey can i borrow a couple of things like I, we did some videos and we showcased some of the stuff we did and they brought it to the fa and i think i was on a phone call with someone or something but it was our program that kind of like was like hey you want to get involved we can do this and they ended up doing it the next year year before covid i think was the first year of it yeah so i think that's super cool yeah um uh, what was i gonna say i'm sorry stop it stop it don't do that to me right now um something that i'm very intrigued about your podcast um, what is sort of the structure you hope for with it? Like, are you basing interviews? Are you doing um, content about sort of your experiences? What do you think you are, your great ideas? Give me a couple of your great ideas. I'm curious. So I have a few ideas. I love it. And I want to do like, I want to kind of do it in like series. Oh, series, I guess. love that. So like, I, I have an idea that I'll talk to you about after the podcast okay. that we're hoping to do. So I know that I want, one of my ideas is I want to do an internship series Ooh, and I want to, I love that. I want to get like students off of their internships and I want to get interviewed them. And sounds like we need to get this up running like now. Cause we're going to be done here soon. I'll get right on that. 
Um, we're gonna do it after this we got it <laughs> but i want to do something like that i want to do like um i think doing an a&m panel would be so fun after <laughs> working with them yeah nick cole drew dax andrew please weston weston well, i was talking about like athletics and oh, then okay. i would do like a research i would do like a weston research straw. straw whirly whoop, and then whoop. i i think it would be cool i have a lot of friends that just graduated to do like maybe in the future after like they've done a year at their jobs and be like hey you just graduated like what's up that'd be pretty cool love that that's really cool you're almost similar similar to mine but i'll I'll tell you mine when we're done okay um (laughs) i don't want to steal your ideas oh no you're not stealing it no 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 no. you can do whatever you want you can steal all my ideas i don't care i am not a thief if it makes you feel better, I give pretty much everything away. Whether it's my curriculum, whether it's something else, I'm always here to help. I'm never, I'm not one to hold on to things slash ever claim. Uh, it's, it's funny. I'm getting yelled at and it's like, why don't you like sell this? Why don't you like, you know, do all these things? I'm like, cause I want to grow this industry. I want people to be excited. I want people to have the resources to be able to do that, you know? And your podcast is going to lend a hand to, you know, bringing in that next generation, being able to have them connect on a better level. You know, I try my best, you know, with what we're doing on the podcast or with my students doing these trips to Charlotte with them. Like it's something that I'm trying my best, but I think even with me, there's sort of a generational gap, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can correct me. You say I'm young, cool. If you want, um, it's, <laughs> uh it's something that i think will be awesome to just see it come full circle you know because being able to you know make the connection at such a young age is something that will change this industry forever you know um so i'm super excited thank you I might also- <laughs> don't seem excited yourself or anything no, i'm so excited <laughs> I'm I'm wiggling my feet. That's what I, that's what I do. When it's I'm. not in the frame. Sorry. Um, what is sort of uh, the rest of your summer looking like? I know you have classes. Yes. Um, what are you doing exactly? Like, what classes are you so, taking? Sorry. Well, they're not very exciting. I have to go home and take political science and public speaking. Uh oh, perfect timing for your podcast, you know. And then I'm gonna work at the research farm. Coming home, Weston. Coming home. I'm hoping that all of like the really terrible stuff got done while I was away, and that I'll come back to mowing and minding my own business and <laughs> my earbuds. Uh, back on a tractor, thinking about life. It's wonderful. You should do your podcast so on a tractor. <laughs> That would be so I think that'd be funny as shit. I'm not going to lie. Part of my could, French. I could do a a, a segment. <laughs> Thoughts with like, You think I'm my just, tractor I'm sexy is the, is the segment? <laughs> I'm just going to keep a like a camera. A you, have somebody, you got Megan with a camera like, come on into my tractor. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> it's getting late, guys. It's a little delirious time for me. It is. Um, <laughs> 
have to report to Mr. Billy at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, gosh. We should wrap this up here it's soon. It's okay. I haven't slept all week. Oh, okay. See? Yeah, it's fine. No, Danny, it's... Danny got me working those late hours. You're, I love how you're blaming Danny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, this guy didn't do anything I'm to not you. blaming Danny at all. I'm just giving <laughs> him a hard time. Always. 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 Uh, he's probably back at the stadium right now. Sounded like kids. Okay, let's not. Um, I'm always intrigued, and you know, I'm especially intrigued from you know someone who's taking a, a passion of theirs and trying to form this podcast. What would you think is the best words of advice you could give to you know someone who's trying to get started? And from your experience, you know, at such a young age, what would you say is something that you would like to, you know, I think Liz is a perfect person. What would mm-hmm. you tell Liz in this situation? Like, Hey, this is what I've experienced. I think this would be great for you. Oh, little Liz. I would- <laughs> oh, she just got back from Alaska. I think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Crazy. Fun times. I would just say like, I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is like, I was so afraid when I first got here, I was like, I don't know how to do anything. So I'm just going to stand here and like, let someone else do it. But I think, like, the biggest thing is, like, don't be afraid and just, like, do it. <laughs> just, like, do it and don't be afraid to do it. And What are you, Nike or something? Okay, no. Nike, sponsor a podcast. Nike. No, but just, like, be confident in what you're doing. Like, if someone teaches you how to do something, like, be confident and do Freaking it. Freaking do it. Just do it. Do it. You're covering up the Adidas. <laughs> she really wants you, Nike. Geez. <laughs> um, something you know we talked about last time is like all these movies he brought Nike. Yes, have you seen the movie Air yet? Movie what? Air. No. It's the story of the Jordan brand being built. I've never seen that. Amazon Prime. Look it up. Okay. It's phenomenal. I don't really watch. I just watched like. We I'm talked a- about movies for like an hour last time with Megan. I'm one of those people that watches like the same five movies over and over again. Let me guess. You ready? High School Musical. No. High School Musical 2. No. High School Musical 3. No. Two other ones. No. You sure? Yes. I don't even remember the last time I watched High School Musical. That's what my students, uh, it was funny. They're like, uh, High School Musical is my favorite movie. I'm like, you're like 19 years old. So when they graduated um, high school, they were like, yeah, it's my favorite movie. I'm like, Mm-mm. okay. Mm. There are a lot better movies out there you can get involved in. <laughs> I'm a big Marvel franchise. Oh, guy. yeah? And you think it's gone to doo-doo like everyone else? I think that there's still some good things. Yeah, I think there's some good movies. I enjoyed like Ant Man for a little bit. <sighs> I'm so sorry that we're here this late, but that's okay. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about for podcast purposes or what people can be looking out for? I don't know. I don't want to get everyone's hopes up because what if it sucks? <laughs> 
It's not going to suck. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to try my best, guys. It's going to be backed by Tiger Turf Talk. I'm really Everybody who's listening to this should listen to that. I'm really excited. I'm super excited. Everyone, please be nice because if y'all are mean, I won't ever do it again. And I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't... I don't think anyone's going to be mean, Haley. It's going to be fine. I'm super excited. And shout out Drew for teaching me all the podcast things because I'm I, haven't, excited. I have no clue what's I'm going on. I'm excited to go all over it and help you with whatever you need. You know boop, that. Boop. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up because you need to go to work at 7.30 and we are driving home tomorrow. So mm-hmm. it is so great to see you. So wonderful. You know, I love you and I love Megan. I'll throw that out there so you don't get mad at me. <laughs> um, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your internship. Oh, thanks. And have fun on your world tour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's Drew's world tour, guys. Apparently, With Toro. Danny Lacito is like throwing out you see Drew's on his world tour thanks Danny <laughs> still haven't talked and to you about that I support that 100% I think that we should call it that forever <laughs> <laughs> well I am very excited for the tour to end tomorrow it has been a phenomenal time and it has been incredible to talk to everybody from all facets all areas and it's incredible to get the young outlook on everything and I'm so excited to see what you do. So excited to see uh, your time at Texas A&M and grad school, maybe. We just, you know. TBD. TBD. Dr. Straw, you know what to do. I'm going to get a text message like the day after this comes out. And I'm going like, to come to my office right now. Before please. this comes out. Do you want to come to my office and let's have a chat? Let's have a chit chat. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> He's like, you've already signed on the dotted line with this podcast. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm, yes, you mm, have. Mm. Yep, it's a done deal. Let's take a moment to acknowledge our sponsor, the Toro Company, and their Workman UTX. The Workman UTX is tough and dependable with the highest payload in its class. Rugged design, powerful performance, and unmatched versatility. It gets the job done without compromise. Visit Toro's website to learn more. Whatever. Whatever do you whatever. All right. Well, thank you again. I appreciate you taking the time. And obviously, use Toro equipment, guys. That's all I can say. Yes. It's Amen. You can, how has your experience been so far? I forgot to ask that. I apologize. With Toro, you know, obviously, you're, you're such a young I individual. I love my triplex. Yeah. I so. love my fairway mower. It's got a cigarette lighter and a comfy seat and a cover. And a cover. That's all you mm-hmm. need. How about use, you know, something that uh, I've always seemed to find not comforting, but like we have such young kids doing using Toro equipment. Mm-hmm. Like what has it been like, you know, learning firsthand for the first time yeah. in this industry on that equipment? It's so easy. It's, it's, I, one of the first mowers that I ever learned was like our ferry mower. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, okay, so now go use the 3,000-year-old Jacobson that we have. And I'm like, how am I supposed to operate this machine? But Toro's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Easy peasy. You got it here first. You, <laughs> you can count on it. That's all I know, you know. Um, again, thank you for supporting my world tour. Of course. <laughs> of course. All right. You guys take care. Peace and love.